Okay, is this thing even working? Okay, Anchor is Anchor is functioning. Had some breakage this morning. What's up, everybody? This is Killjoy, and uh, welcome to the Anchor Universe. And this is a solo review. A review of Solo. The movie I saw this weekend, I didn't want to see it. I was in the boycott camp. Boycott. Boycott Star Wars. But I got trapped. I got trapped because... A bunch of my nephews came over who were all kids and their uncle and they were like, let's go this And I was like, okay, whatever. I guess I'll sacrifice all of my dignity. Go buy ticket. Then we went to go buy ticket. Had to, here it is. Killjoy had to double down on his own pain. His own pain, right? I was clearly in the camp. There's, if you don't know, there's a boycott going on that is trying to get Kathleen Kennedy fired. Which I'm way behind because she sucks. She's absolutely horrible. So if we can just fail, fail an opening movie, you know, well enough, maybe Disney gets a hint that enough of us cannot stand Kathleen Kennedy and her dark Sith vision of the the universe of failure, which has become uh, just a braggedy shambles of nonsensical nonsense. I... So anyways, I was in the boycott and all my cousins came out. There's like nine kids and uh, the same crew that I went and saw, um, what's it called, uh, Last Jedi with. And uh, and we all went back, right? And to add insult to injury, the, uh, the one show that was normal was sold out. So I had to buy 3D. I had to buy 3D version uh, uh goggles for the movie we all went to 3d with the luxury seats i I gave disney way too much money Uh, i hate myself right now i completely hate myself so we get into this theater and for one thing 3d's gotten horrible i have one complaint i couldn't even see the screen it was like everything's dark it was a dark movie you know 3d is struggles anyways and you you know if the movie is primarily dark you know don't don't bring your 3D. Don't don't buy 3D for that movie. 3D works really great on high contrast and colors. Does not work great on grit. So, uh, moving along here. Here we are. So it's a spoiler review. Spoiler alert. Hang up. Delete my channel if you do not want to hear spoilers because they're going to come at you strong. All right. It, it, here we go into um, my my solo review. So turn it off. Right, my first statement is this for all of you would-be uh, defenders of the Star Wars universe uh, and quality. There's two things here. We have a brand called Star Wars, and then we have something called a quality movie. And they're two separate things, right? If a brand puts something out, you're going to go buy it. If some, the thing you bought you know, uh, sucks, you're willing to accept it because of the brand. Now, that's where I find the critical critical flaw with this movie and it's the layer at which I will judge it on. And I'll say this, if you if you took away the Star Wars brand name, Star Wars brand Han Solo, Chewbacca, you took if you stripped everything that was Star Wars out of this in your mind and you went and saw this movie, You'd be, you'd be really bored. It just, it barely, it holds up as a good movie, but 
There's just nothing special here. There's nothing that would demand sequels or another movie or, or anything. You remember that movie John Carter ages ago that felt it stood on its own better than, than this movie stands on its own. So that's where my line of judgment is right now. Uh, it, it, you take away Star Wars and you have a forgettable movie. Now, that being said, you can't totally take away Star Wars. It was in there. And I got to say, I did like the movie it was a good movie but it's critical flaw was it required no quality other than the brand name to get me there and that's just depressing and that shows you where this is um you know if you don't know multiple directors probably screwed this thing up uh but that's where it is so on to some of these plot points i mean setting up solo as this that Aiden Aldrin Eric I can never pronounce this guy's name I really like this actor he's a fantastic actor but he does kind of a Yutzi solo um I don't think he was I think he was miscast in this role which is bad because people aren't gonna like him because he probably didn't get solo right and they're not gonna like him solo because it was the wrong guy in the role um both good roles done by bad casting which is too bad uh, if you haven't seen Hail Caesar with Aldrin Arix, whatever his name is, it's fantastic. He's great. Um, and if he wasn't solo in this, like I'd say he was solo, he's younger, second child brother, probably really, really good. But every scene this guy rolled into was like, oh, what's going on here? What's what, Oh, what's going on? He was always a little bit claiming to be smart, and then he never quite knew what was going on. And that's not really who Solo was. Han Solo had... He kind of didn't know what's going on and didn't talk about it. And the solo we got in this movie talked about it too much and didn't know what was going on. So, um, just not big on that. Not big on that at all. I think somewhere he was lost. That said, whoever this guy was, if I just pretended he wasn't solo and he was solo's younger brother, yeah, I think I think he works. Um, so you get in this movie and he's like breaking into cars and he's on the streets and, uh, you know, no father syndrome, which is weird because they, they say he's grown up on the streets. But later he says he worked with his dad, who was a mechanic on these ships. And it's like, OK, if you claim you come from the streets with no parents, we get the movie. And then later on, you were like hanging out with your dad, fixing ships. Like, how, how does that wash? What are they? Are they trying to set up something here or are they just failing? Okay, so he uh, he's on these streets. We get into this weird sequence with this bug lady who runs a little gang, and uh, and he gets into a fight. And he fakes this uh, this bomb scene that's you know they they kind of copied from the uh, Return of the Jedi with Princess Leia. Got a thermal detonator scene, which was a little oddly placed. Other than it just him doing the same thing, I don't get where any of this crap connects at all. Um, and then, uh, and that, which was weird, right? It already sent me like, okay, what these homages they're doing, they have to be layered incorrectly. That one wasn't, it, was, it just appeared out of nowhere. Like we were in the matrix or something and the code got reused. Um, so the one thing that also killed me on this, you got this mob boss lady who was pretty cool. But if you remember, here's what sets this movie back in, uh, in The Force Awakens, Solo gets back onto his ship. And you remember that scene where there's the goofy, goofy uh, Jedi. Or they're not Jedi, but there's the goofy sort of 
crime lords that get onto the ship with them, and they're just kind of fun. They're kind of caricatures, like they're these weird, almost like um, they remind me of the characters they always have with the gangs in the in the Chinese or Japanese music. I can't remember. They always have like these gang bosses that roll in, and they're they all have their sort of styles. I think maybe Kung Fu Hustle had a lot of this, but uh, this they. This woman, this bug woman, was jaded by those people because, for me in my mind, they t- they were taking Solo into this world of like goofy gangs that don't matter. Because on that Force Awakens scene, these gangs show up; they're not really all that threatening, and it's just goofiness that's happening, which brought the whole movie down. But it's it's silliness. It's silliness in the way that you thought to yourself, it, I've, "I've dropped into Comic Land, and nobody's going to get hurt here. Clearly, nobody gets hurt at all in in that." and and now here's the new bug lady and I don't think anyone's I, w- I wasn't threatened by her because I feel like I'm in goofy Han Solo mob world so it brought down this film uh, with that it brought down it brought down a lot and it made, made the characters way less threatening so I so then we move forward right uh, out of that they run around and do some Han Solo-y stuff which is kind of fun but I still feel like the world was his origin was misconceived and then they try and escape and he gets separated from uh, Queen of Dragons, and you know, I guess that's great. She was pretty good. Uh, I really did like her, and she's a bit easy on the eyes. So how can you not like her? Um, so they get separated, and he goes off, and this thing of Solo's name. What's your name? I don't know. I'm Man from the Void. Okay, Han Solo, and they they really beat it into your face. They beat this. They overplay this moment for reasons unknown. It should have just been, what's your name, Han? What's your name? I didn't hit the second he does an answer, the guy just goes, Han Solo stamps it and moves him along. It, it shouldn't be this shove it in your face moment. Like, are you going to get it, audience? Are you going to get it? I mean, they're constantly questioning the stupidity of the audience, which is why they made Yutzi Han run around asking, I don't understand what's going on all the time. So he moves on, and then we drop him into this war zone, which is just r- random, right? I thought it was cool they did have him part of the empire but man what is where are we in time there's barely any stormtroopers you know the stormtroopers had taken over the universe was pretty well pretty well run by the empire at this point we only have really a few more years until luke shows up and we start in on uh, a new hope right this is uh he was really he's really close to solo's age which makes us awkward so he's fighting in this weird war and and Woody Harrelson shows up and it's just kind of I don't understand what is going on it the only you look for purpose right why am I doing this there wasn't really a purpose going on how do you fight this thing it, it's so weird so he finds Luke and then he gets thrown into this cave um which could have been an interesting way to find Chewie but now we're are we supposed to believe Chewie sat around eating people like that's what they used him for a rancor he ate people there's all these bones down there, like Chewie's down there cannibalizing people. I don't know if I ever get that from the Wookiees, but apparently that's the deal. Um, and then he punches this pole, which is, is the Wookiee too stupid to figure this out? I've always felt like Chewbacca was pretty smart, but in this movie, he's, they dumbed him down a little bit for, uh, for their purposes. And uh, so they get out of there. And the Wookiee joins, right? Which I think is good, but what? Why this shower sequence? What purpose? <laughs> what? Right? Anybody? Hans' feet in the mud. Wookiee, like, 
what? <laughs> Why do they do this? Is it just dumb? Wookie solo shower scene. I, I just beyond me. I think that sent me on a downward turn of just dumbness. So we move on, and we move, I'm gonna move on with this, and we get into um, gonna fast forward here to meeting Lando, which was great, but really, this is the plot you guys got. You made the black guy cheat on cards, and that's how he wins against the white guys. That, that's what we're gonna throw down, I guess. That's a little defiant of the SJW, but Lando, I oh man, I freaking love Donald Glover. I don't know what happened. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't use him well enough at all. They didn't use him well enough at all. Like he was. I, th- I feel like they shot a bunch of scenes, and they had to cut them all out because of this reworking. But the only time we get any character development with Lando is these random card sequences that really aren't even shot that well. They're just, they're just. Hey, show me your card. Show me. Oh, you won. Oh, show me your card. Show me. Oh, you won again. Oh, show, oh. Now who wins? Oh, I cheated. You know, it was like SpongeBobian version of complexity in the card game, it, and it didn't just—it didn't bring out what Donald Glover can do. I don't know. I was really pissed at the usage of Donald Glover. They didn't use him, and anywhere else, they didn't sort of grow these characters. Right? They didn't. Grow, they just random. They were just like guys on a jet together that talked. There wasn't this moment of like, hey, we maybe we don't like each other. Hey, maybe now we respect each other. Hey, now now maybe we realize each other has got skills. Uh, now maybe, you know, screw you. Uh, I got to say goodbye. It's something interesting. None of it. None of it happened. It's all just sort of average. So then we hand out to, uh, we get this retarded uh, SJW-esque robot. Like, why? Why? I guess. I mean, I wasn't really bothered by it because it was a new direction, and that's it was it was an embedded, mildly forced moment of bringing in this weird save the robots moment, which I guess I guess it works better than any one of the things that were hand fisted into Last Jedi. But okay, he's got this robot, and why? You know, she basically serves as Hans Lando's walking dildo. I don't, what's this weird, where do they got, where do they got Glover? He's such a cool character. I feel like they just wasted Lando. Ah, okay. Frustration. I'll let it go. I just, I set up my own expectation that clearly wasn't an expectation of uh, Kathleen Kennedy to make Lando Lando cool. We're going to move on into... uh, quickly down this thing now. I didn't buy any of the complexity of uh, the bad guy. Um, of course, our bad guy is uh, the evil white guy running the crime syndicate. But he was so uh, unthreatening. He showed up once or twice. Like, he just... what? Uh, Do we care about the guy? There was no evil threat coming on. Um, it didn't make any sense. And these, these chase sequences were interesting, but they just didn't... I don't know. I, he didn't care about anybody. It gave you, like two lines of a guy to say hey i'm cool i'm cool oh i'm dead and then you're like uh, i guess i thought he was cool for a couple of lines and now he's dead so you know it was like right before they realized they were going to kill a guy they said let's give him a couple of lines to make the people like him which isn't right it, it's it doesn't work that way you got to build something and then tear it down and rebuild it you got to take your time this thing just kept moving through characters 
Let's move further down that line into uh, Castle Run, which was pretty cool, although they didn't explain the Castle Run well enough as to why it was going to be so amazing. They did what they did. They should have had just one of those clean, almost like a Ocean's Eleven-esque breakdowns of like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. That's how you do it. And nobody else has pulled it off, and Han did it. And they kept calling Han this amazing pilot, but he never is. You know, Han kept claiming all this stuff that just didn't feel like him or the character. Like, I'm going to be the best pilot. That really wasn't Han. That's Luke Skywalker. You know, come to think of it, they really tried to turn Luke Sky- Han into Luke Skywalker, which is just bad writing. That's not Han. I mean, it would have been awesome if Han had, like, eight words in the whole movie. Like, <laughs> how badass would that have been? Eight words in the whole movie. He's just giving glances and looking at They might have gotten away with that, but instead it was was goofy guy who who runs around. And this is what also pissed me off. They should have had A-words only, and they also should have really made him a bad guy. They should have made him a bad guy. They should have taken him down this road where it's like, wow, he's pretty ruthless, but at the end of it, it was like, oh, you're really just a good guy in bad guy clothes and whatever, right? What, you know, oh, man. It ruined you. The thing that keep doing, why these prequels suck is they ruin the good that was made, right? The midichlorians ruin the force. Like, these things back in time just destroy forward thinking and make it all pointless. They make all the things you like meaningless, you know? And that's what they keep doing. Like, they, they're, they're taking Han, and now he's a goofy, goofy guy, and he shows up in uh, episode four as having gone through some life crisis. I don't know. So... That's a bit where I am. I think I'm truncating this because I got to go. But Solo, I, you know, I've ripped on it here, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. And all they had to be was not Last Jedi and have a coherent storyline for me to uh, for me to agree with it. And that's what I got out of this. So it was a coherent storyline. People acted in character. Um, that's, the, that's how low the floor is for me after Last Jedi. You know, act in character act in plot and have a plot that makes sense oh last tidbit Darth Maul right Darth Maul here's my horrible theory that maybe they're doing and I I hate this theory and it's probably true because they're trying to just retcon themselves out of a nightmare they created with Last Jedi (coughs) do you remember Darth Maul shows up right at the end you're Darth Maul right how did he die slashed in half by a lightsaber, right? Slashed in half. Obi-Wan cuts him in half with a lightsaber. That's how Darth Maul dies. And uh, who else did have this happen to? Oh, Snoke? Did that just happen with Snoke? They both get lightsabered in half. And so is Snoke not dead now? Is that where this is going? Have they lost their minds? I don't know. I'm, I'm so... I'm so down on Star Wars. Can I say this? Can I say maybe Star Trek is better than Star Wars? I, just, I guess I said it, and I've never believed that. But I think Star Trek is better than Star Wars. And, you know, the, really, the Orville, the Orville makes more sense than Star Wars right now. Like, that's where I am. Like, that show keeps in its vein of thinking, and it does it well. Star Wars is not that. Star Star Wars is... Star Wars is the tail of a of a happy dog flickering in a million different directions, hoping people in the room will like it. That's what Star Wars is. 
And I hope they figure a way out of it. But man, they can't. I don't think they can. They're going to be able to figure their way out of it for probably three more movies. They got to get through maybe three more movies until these fans come back and say, okay, I can trust you again. I don't. I don't. It sucks that your brand is out there and uh, and I just think of it as blah. You know, when I hear Marvel, I think these writers are incredible. They created the greatest universe ever. And it's just stepping all over Star Wars right now. Star Wars is is is, is in the B minus B minus category, very close to a C plus. I don't know. I, no one, no one. There's nothing magic happening there anymore. It's just a place where we're gonna watch stuff happen. All right, that's it for Killjoy. I hope I killed all your Star Wars joy.